Stephanie Plant. This is In Her Business. And we're back with part two of our conversation with Captain Maggie McDonough from the Angel Island Ferry. To say it's the same business that my dad ran? No, not at all. Not at all. Way more challenging. And unlike, you know, I don't want to name it, but companies that that perhaps are funded by public funds, right, Mm. that have a lot of money, we don't. If we don't make it on our fare boxes or with private You mean like other public transit companies that might go back and forth across the water? Correct. Got Mm. it. Was that help? I, thank you for being delicate. Sure. You know, and no shade on them. It's a different no. kind of organization. But the challenges I've experienced are, are very different because oftentimes we're held to the same levels as them without the same Sub- assets and support. Or, well, you don't get the subsidy. Correct. There's no subsidy for us at all. And what I was going to say, you mentioned a less than three miles. What is the distance between the Tiburon Dock and the Angel Island Dock? One, One nautical mile. And it takes how long? 10 minutes? Well, if I'm driving spiffy, maybe 12. But if we're not in a rush, I could spool it out to 15. But it's a short run. Wow. And, uh, you know, it's wonderful. You never know what you're going to see in the Straits. Did you know one year I saw killer whales? I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I thought I'd eaten some bad Chinese food. I'm like, what am I looking at? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, these are killer whales. Because I've seen elephant seals I, on my smaller boat, the Bonita, which is closer to the water level. Mm. I was like looking across the straits and the water it was december right so you get these beautiful days that are just flat and the water turns this glorious reflective pewter color i'm like oh, that's a big log and i'm looking at it from a, you know halfway across i'm like that's a is that a tree stump what is that well, i didn't see it took my off we're just puttering along i've got maybe 75 people on the small boat an bull elephant seal literally comes mm. up next to the boat. Wow. They're like two, 2,200 pounds. The whole oh boat starts God. screaming. I'm like, remain calm, y'all. It is an elephant seal. He is not getting on the boat. We're, but it was like having Loch Ness Monster come out of the water. Everyone's like, boogie, boogie, boogie. Oh, it was funny. Did you have passengers when you saw the killer whales? Uh, no, I was going over to the island. Uh-huh. I did not. But I got calls from biologists all the way from Canada down to Baja. They were, they, are you sure it was a killer whale? Yes. Did you get a picture? No. I was uh, gobsmacked. <laughs> the other thing I've seen a lot of that I really like seeing again is we're seeing these little harbor porpoise. You know, when I was growing up, you didn't see them. Mm. My dad would talk about seeing them for years and they've really come back. We're seeing a lot more whales, which is interesting. Mm. I always think of the whales as the teenagers. You know, you've had children, right? Yes. Go, don't do that. Oh, sure, mom, I won't. Boom. They do that. <laughs> right? I'm like, what, what are you doing? We've had those. We've had for California forest seals that we've rescued, you know, birds. I had a pelican walk on the boat one day. Pelicans are really large when you get up. They're like this. They are no joke. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like three feet? Like three feet. Yeah, they're really neat, though. They're so lightweight. Wow. Really cool. So done that. We've rescued all sorts of seabirds. We're involved in a gray whale rescue off with crab pots. Wow. Yeah. Not to mention on any given day, a sunrise or a sunset is oh. glorious. If you're on the, Yeah. I mean, on the water. Get up early and get out on the water mm-hmm. and see that or go late. Like the sunset, we did a sunset cruise recently. I've had some stellar cruises this year, but we had one. I went outside the bridge. It was one of those nights when there was zero roll under the bridge mm-hmm. at all, which is important on a dinner cruise. But Mike, <laughs> Mike speaking of um, barfing on command. <laughs> Yeah, but, 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 you know, my, my customers are hardy, you know, they get to bring their own meal and they get to relax and have a bottle of wine if they so choose. 
and we're going out under the bridge and I get out and I've gone a bit farther than I normally do. And I turn around. So the bridge is on fire. Literally, it turns the most glorious mm. fiery shade of red orange wow. behind it. All the East Bay houses and buildings are sparkling like this beautiful gold diamonds all through there. And then just to be showy, the full moon is oh, rising no. like a cantaloupe behind the East oh. Bay Hills. I'm like, I should charge extra for this yeah. one. <laughs> and, and then because I'm I'm feeling a little sassy, I, I drive it because I've had people, I, I had a couple recently on the last Sunset Cruise I drove last weekend, 35 years. They've been doing the Sunset Cruises with me. Aww. 30, bless them. I mean, like, wow, that makes me feel so good. You're a part of family memories. And that's what I mean to you. Not all returns on investment are financial. Like, how mm. neat is that to know that your little boat, what you do, has made that kind of impact? It makes me happy, And right? I think in the depths of, you know, some of the most administrative battles you may face, right? Like, you just get out on the water on a, a ride like that, and that's the return. Yeah, or giving a sticker to a little mm -hmm. child. They, yeah. They're like, you drive a boat. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to see the steering wheel? Yeah. Whoa. Okay. I mean, like, if you want to feel really good, take a small child for a ride in a big truck. <laughs> They're like, what is this magic? But so then we pulled back into the straits on that same sunset cruise and I stopped the boat. I'm like, They're like, why are you stopping? I'm like, wait for it. And up above Angel Island, Mount Livermore comes the white moonrise. Oh, and Maggie. then nobody would get off the boat. I'm like, I want to go home, but I'll give you a sticker. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's true. I mean, it's just those moments where we had incredible bird life one time. Mm. Thousands of them. It was stellar. Or when I get out and there's feeding whales. Or, or one time we were doing whale watching right under the bridge because we used to do whale watching regularly. And I'm looking at the fish monitor and it's just, the, you can see the whale going under the boat, like literally. And you're just like, wow. And it turns around and spy hops, which means the humpback will come up out of the water and look at you. Uh-uh. And they've got these big brown eyes. and goosebumps. Oh, it's, wow. be oh, it's beautiful. Check that out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Here's Ashley with her boyfriend in one of the shoots we did. There's so many of them. Ashley is your right hand. Right hand person. Here's person. almost all of my crew. We were working on drills one shot. day. Yeah. We were zipping along the bay. Would your crew say that you run a tight ship? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd have to ask them. Um, I don't normally in any way micromanage the crew because I, you know, as I told you earlier, if you have good crew, they can make you look like a million bucks. Or if they don't want to, they can. And I am blessed to have crew that is excellent. I mean, I have, in my opinion, the best crew on the whole bay. They mm. are on point. Mm. And they're kind. And they're funny. And I watch them have emotionally intelligent conversations and work things through. Like, if somebody's pokey, the other ones will go, that's not nice. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. No, no, no. Or we'll get this. No, thank you. Huh. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. It's it's really, they're really good at problem solving, even when we have very different personalities. But like I told you, Ashley, my right-hand woman, at least 13 years with me. Couldn't do it without her. Fabian and Leo, 21, 23 years. Michael, I think five or six years now. Aaron, four or five years now. Steve, five or six. I mean, long time, mm -hmm. right? Because... I, you know, you got to treat your people with a lot of dignity and respect because you really don't have a business unless you have good employees, right? And so is that how you build that, the heart of that crew? By treating What them? is the trick to, what is it? What's the key? I'm just lucky. Mm. No, I love my people. I love my people. You know, I love, I go on vacate. we go on vacation together. I mean, we are a solid team. Mm. I know. So you're investing in them and they feel it. Yeah, I would, I hope so. But yes, it's reflected for sure. Like if there's an accident on the bay, 
We did these inner bay drills recently, and my crew was absolutely feral. They knew what the other one was going to do. They were doing triage. They were doing rescues. They were retying lines. They were directing. They know. Hmm. We drill. We drill a lot. So a lot. what do you like about family business? Family business. I know no other way. So you're asking me a question, and I don't have an answer. I know the business. This is all I've known. Now, I suppose if it wasn't a family business and you weren't invested in the company, you could say, no, I'm taking the weekend off or something. But here... It's a team effort. Like if one of us falls, we all have to pick up, hmm. right? So there's a, you know, when I go to work, I'm not just working for myself. I'm working for every other person at that company, really. I mean, that's where it is. The reason I asked it that way is because what I really wanted to ask you was what's hard about family business? And I thought <laughs> I should ask you a nice question I first. Know. I don't know. that. I mean, I guess some of the par the personality conflicts would be difficult smoothing those through. But I mean, honestly, if you're really open and discussing and trying to work through any sort of communication gap that you might have it works out right like i said people are good hmm. and you know you, i have a team i have a beautiful team of people do i you, value them do you feel the weight of um not having siblings at all in your family business there are moments particularly when i'm looking at this electrification piece or or fussing trying to figure out how to uh gain funding to do some of this that it can feel lonely. But the reality of it is, is that's just the chatterbox, mm. right? In your own head? Yeah. And it, and I've got a great team. I really do. And it, I think the other piece of a good team, you asked this question earlier, is we all have strengths and weaknesses. Most of us don't like to hear about our weaknesses. For example, <laughs> I don't like to hear that I'm not 25 and 125 pounds anymore. <laughs> However, the mirror tells me otherwise. But... <laughs> The truth is, is if you find the people that will fill those holes, mm. right, you want to fill the gaps and accentuate the strengths and have people that are not afraid to hold the mirror up to you. No, you're out of line. Here's why. Mm. It's a collaborative form of leadership. I know there's people out there that would tell me I'm weak for doing that. I don't think so, because mm. I believe when every one of your staff feels heard, they feel validated and they should be heard and they should be validated. And it doesn't mean you have to always agree. But it does mean I will give out an explanation as to why I don't agree. Hmm. Right? That's what oh, you have lessons. to. Lessons. I mean, I feel like I'm I, I want to take notes, Maggie. Thank you. It's all right. I also teach teenage boys to put on deodorant. I mean. <laughs> oh, like, yes. Sign me up. Oh, oh, have Becky do that. She is so good at that. She, she's just, I'm like, I look at her, I go, oh, don't say it that way. HR, HR. And then she's like, no. <laughs> And she's just like, no, you don't understand. You have to talk plainly. I'm like, oh, put the dots close together. So. But bless me. And that's the other thing I love, Stephanie. If you want the truth is teenagers. Like, mm. okay, teenagers. They are like. She's looking at Kalina. <laughs> I don't, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe them. They're like, they're like incoming storms, right? You don't oh, know. Absolutely. With a ton of energy and ideas and how do you reach in and help them articulate or strip away? Like I see particularly in some of the younger people, it doesn't really matter whether it's male or female, a lot of insecurity, which, I mean, we all remember when our bodies turned against us because mm -hmm. that was like, whoa, that's, a, <laughs> that's not okay. But, it, you know, but how do you help them through that? How do you let them see their own potential? And that's the other piece I love of this is teaching, yeah. watching people grow. I love it when I teach somebody something and they excel past me. Mm -hmm. That makes me so happy because that means I had a little bit to give them and then they just went and ran with it. And that is so cool to me. 
So that's why I love employee. I'm the only one that does that, by the way, on the Bay, that takes in, takes on 16-year-olds. They have to be drug tested. We hold them accountable. And then we really teach them. Wow. And some days I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to go have a soda pop because... <laughs> I'm like, what, what happened? But like, right, we have these incredible, we have incredible people. I mean, I just, we do. We have two, these two girls that are like incredible athletes and they're learning. They're so they're like local high school students? Yeah, local and high school students. found you for, for a job. Friends and family. Yeah, they'll come, can will you, you know, absolutely. And we just teach like how, because when it comes to the ferry boat, think about the skill set we're teaching. We're teaching situational awareness. Please don't put your fingers between the cleat when you're tying the line. That will result in... <laughs> or you'll in, have nine fingers. Yes, yeah. or, or less, right? Or <laughs> this is... I had this one little boy that I hired. He was so adorable. This oh, was God, years ago. <laughs> and he says to me, I showing him how to sweep the floor. And he goes, oh, and I handed it to him. He goes, oh, no, we hire people for that. I'm like, exactly. Here we go. Yeah. I hired you. I hired Here's, you. Here's, Here's the handle. It's Bingo. like, you know, and but you watch them step off. And I've watched them. We, sometimes people get grumpy, right? The public mm -hmm. can get grumpy. And I've watched them go, oh, and instead of flaring up or walking away or whatever, they'll just, they'll, they'll handle it. Or <laughs> you watch them, their situational, you know, awareness grow, stepping off the boat. Okay, let's tie this bowline. How do you do that? Oh, it's okay. Let's, I don't remember, Meg. It's okay. Let's see if I do. Because, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it happens, right? Like, we're all human. So I love that. And then watching them grow out, mm. you know, and there's always a bittersweet moment when they decide to leave you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they'll come back and they'll talk to you. I got married. Mm. These are my children. This is this. Hey, Maggie, that was the best job ever. Do you remember the time we, we jumped off the boat after work and you bought pizza? Or do you remember when Milt did this? Or, you know, it's collective memory. So... I love that piece of it, right? It's just beautiful to me. That's a whole the whole fabric that you guys have woven together, the history and the uh, people you collect along the way. What is different about life on the water and life on the land for you? Well, that's a really interesting question. I'm not sure I know how to answer that. I mean, I can't. I don't even have. You couldn't ask me that question, right? <laughs> we don't I, have. I live on, on land. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, you know, getting out on the water. It's always different every single day. Like every single run is different. There's days I'll get up really early and go to the boat and you're watching the fog. You know how the mm. fog likes to drip across into Isla Cove on the island? You watch it pull back. You watch the birds wake up. Mm. You'll hear things. Everything. It is It is amazing. You are immersed in nature. You really are. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a freedom aspect to it too because you're running a boat or you're freedom. on a boat. The air's freedom. hitting you. Yeah. I really do equate being on a boat with freedom. It's stellar. And, you know, I feel on the land, we're all rushing. I mean, I, I don't know if we all feel as we're rushing as much as we did before COVID. Mm -hmm. But I know in 2019, I felt like the pace was so frantic constantly. Like just, it was shuddering by like, I think as we get older too, time has a shorter, a different equation. It seems like it goes so much faster. Mm -hmm. I totally don't appreciate it, by the way. I need more <laughs> hours in the day. But the water lets you pause, right? It lets you breathe and, and you don't feel crowded. And like I said, I get to take people and give them that pause or teach them, Hey, you're getting on the boat right now. You're standing in Alpine meadow. We're about to go past a valley. A river used to run through the bottom of the valley. You're going to another Alpine meadow. Think about how water works. Think about what we're seeing here. 
because it's not just what we're looking at immediately. The bay is a whole connective estuary, mm-hmm. and it's really important to the health of the entire area, the Bay Area, right? It's all really important. And this love of the ocean has just been a part of you since day one. Your Absolutely. Your entire life. Was there ever a moment where you considered to not take over this business and to do... Oh, well, of course. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you... I didn't mean to cut you off. No. No, I mean, of course. Like, when you're growing up, I think part of not knowing what you have right? You know, when you have it, but you see what happened for me because I had my old LSATs and I was all, Woo, let's go. <laughs> right. Um, to be a lawyer. Yeah. And my dad huh. needed help. Mm-hmm. And so I graduated Dominican university with an English writing degree. Talk about keep it local. It was local, local. Then I went and got a working on marine biology with college of Marin. Right. Mm. And dad really needed help. And I'm like, okay. And I just slid in because you don't let your father you know, yeah. it's, it, we were very close. So, you know, my life changed. And this one customer said something interesting to me. She must have said it to me maybe 10 years ago. And I don't know how, I don't remember who she was because people will remember you. Right, right, sure, right, right. Like course. same thing happens with you, right? Like, are you? Well, I don't have 400 people on my boat every day. <laughs> yeah, but you're famous. Oh, so stop. just stop, Stephanie. No, you you're stop. a force to be reckoned with. Uh, yes, she'll pay me a dollar for that. It's because I know that. people like you. No. Oh, shush you. <laughs> we'll go back to the lawn chair discussion. Oh, anyway. No, this, the vomiting is going to start any <laughs> oh, second. <laughs> All right. But, and yes, I have been puked on on that boat too. Oh, oh. But I'm I was okay. sure. No, I just went out the side door to tie the boat up and this little girl just. <gasps> and, oh, like, God. and I looked over, I'm like. Really? No spinach? <laughs> yeah, the mom never shuts down. Um, so she said to me, she goes, you know, I've ridden the boat a long time, and I know that this wasn't your choice. I'm like, how do you know that? I must have been grumpy one day. She goes, but you made it your craft, and then you made it your art form and your love of it shows. Oh. And I'm like, I want to put that on a T-shirt. I mean, like, what a kind compliment, right? Absolutely. So there's another little nugget of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know? But there's things, right? You know, it's just those moments of happiness. Okay, What's next for the Angel Island Ferry? That's great adventure, isn't it? Well, like I say, right now we're working on becoming electrified. So when you go to Angel Island, it will be a zero emissions trip. That's so cool. I think your community uh, involvement is beautiful. And I hope that when people listen to you, we can inspire them to get involved in the community that is the Angel Island Ferry so that we're Aww. so that you're here past January of 2026. We will be here past January. Okay. Don't, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm feisty. Yeah. Just tell me not to do something. Watch what happens. <laughs> On that happy note, feisty Captain Maggie. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie. You made my day. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. You betcha anytime. But when she landed like a Book the Angel Island Ferry and see some of the photos we were just talking about. Go to angelislandferry.com. In Her Business episodes produced and directed by Stephanie Plant and Kalina Cloud. Special thanks to Marble Party for our theme song, Shotgun Superman. That was a wild ride with Captain Maggie. That was That was a robust sailing. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) What, What were some of the things that struck you about our conversation with her? 
Um, really when she was talking about kind of the pacing that she has on the divide of life on the land and life at sea, she talked about, you know, definitely pre-COVID life on land was just so fast paced. And I think, I don't know if it's turning 30 or the pandemic or moving home after 10 years living in Hawaii, but I am also experiencing that kind of shift and it's figuring out what pace I want my life, right? Like school had always kind of determined the pace. And I really like that she made the differentiation of like, she has freedom on the water. Things are still, she's at one with nature. And I'm like, well, what's my life at sea? You know, like, where where am I going to get that? What's my pace? And I haven't figured it out yet. (laughs) I'm taking baby steps, right? Like walking, meal prepping, reading for fun, you know, like finding little calmer things. But I definitely have these moments where I'm sitting in my first apartment by myself and I'm like, I did it. You know, I really like that. What's my life at sea? One of our um, upcoming guests talks about her mindful mornings, Mm -hmm, right? And mm -hmm. I'm I'm teasing the next episode, but I think that personal space, protecting the personal space uh, is a great theme and and something it's a really hard lesson to learn. Right. When she explains her life at the sea, I'm like, what's mine going to be, you know? Yeah. And to that end, I think... What she said a few times about having a good good crew. Yeah. You know, I, I think you can you can achieve some personal space sometimes if you have a team. Mm-hmm. And I was really struck by what she said about having a good crew because, um, you know, having you here in the office has been one of the first times that I really feel like I've built a crew. Um, you know, I've had some some certainly I've had business partners along the way and and some you know really competent staff too but never somebody full-time until now and it's um we have we have built our own crew thank you yeah and I mean that goes hand in hand with what's our life at sea right like our pacing and we spent a lot of time talking about kind of figuring out that pacing together right like how do I want to kind of direct that transition and you had to do that Mm -hmm. if you want to bring in somebody full-time like what does that look like what can I relinquish well you know she's really fortunate to have such a definitive barrier like it, the difference between land and sea is the dock. And if you step yeah. off the dock and the boat's not there, you're all wet. Yeah. Like, right? um, we need a literal dock over here. Yeah. yeah we t- I mean, all I have is we have like the drive home. Yeah. Right. But there isn't very good separation anymore. Um, and I think this goes back to what you said and what Maggie said about pre-COVID, you know, life was so fast and spinning and you had access everywhere all the time. And I mean, we still have our, our phones and everything all the time, but I think people working at home for a while made us as a society more clear about personal time Mm -hmm. and work time. And similar, I think this is the first job that I've ever had that has invested into me as a human. And it really does. I mean, just by nature, when you care about somebody and their family business and their family story and what it stands for, you invest more. I mean, I think it's just motivating. And so I think Maggie really talked about that cycle of like, she's really aware of how to treat her crew and her crew is really aware of how to treat her. And I think like we also have that kind of dynamic in here that I think is necessary for a successful small business. And what she said about not all returns on investment are financial. Absolutely. Speaks to that too, right? And I think that, you know, you can have that in any business. And I like to think all businesses are enlightened in that way, but maybe coming sort of from that grassroots of five generations like she did, you get really in touch with, I mean, you know, her dad and her grandfather's sayings are, um, 
grounded. When you have a personal relationship with your employee or your employer, it makes you care and it humanizes the business. And so I think it's not as clear cut of a line as a lot of people try to make it. Well, and they're collaborating, right? Mm -hmm. And they're out there um, with 400 people's lives in their hands, frankly, every time they sail. Mm -hmm. And the, I mean, the stories about rescues and other things that they, that they do with those ferry boats that you, know, you may or may not have known about really put me in touch with how much they have to rely on each other. Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's one thing to ferry people back and forth to Angel Island. One and mile. Like, yeah, one nautical <laughs> mile and make sure that everyone, you know, doesn't trip on their way out. But it's an entire different thing when you think of that crew as also capable of high pressure, high stress rescues. And then it elevates the bar of how much they have to be in sync. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm sorry, but I have to just say, uh, she's an only child. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was editing it and you were like, you guys are like, yeah, you know, greatness comes in whatever. And I was like, I have five brothers. Dang it. <laughs> I mean, can't relate. some of us only kids out there get a bad rap. I just had it, you know, I had to. Give a little plug to yeah, some of us come here. out okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting how in any business you have to innovate and um, adapt. Mm -hmm. And some of her technical prowess, frankly, not just listening to her talk about how to steer a boat or yeah. dock a boat <laughs> uh, was over my head. But the advocacy piece, you know, she is out there. I mean, it, it's not just that she has to captain the boat, run the crew collaborate with the crew, do the admin work, pay people, but then like they're literally going to Washington, D.C. and trying to figure out their funding mm -hmm. and how to modernize and enhance those boats so that they don't run on diesel and, you know, they can be electric. I mean, that's a huge conversion. Well, and I think that kind of participation is so important. Like sitting at a desk writing a law for future use, you can't anticipate all the issues that it creates, right? Who knows those laws the best is the people that they're going to be applied to. She says most of this conversation nationwide is about subsidized ferry companies, right? Yes. And she's one of the very few in the entire country that is privately held. And so while, you know, she might be a minority, those laws need to still be mm -hmm. fairly applied to her. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, it it's like a whole second job. Yeah. I mean, she has to do it. She has to do it. Yeah. And I, I really respect that. The more people that um, patronize that boat and remember it as a resource and as a, the gift that that, that 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 family business is to the Bay, to the San Francisco Bay, you know, hopefully the longer we can keep it here. Yes. Yeah. I did like what she said, kind of back to the theme of our show. And it's interesting how all of our guests have sort of spoken to our theme um, that every age has its riches. Mm -hmm. I'd like to maybe end on that because yes. I liked that a lot. Maggie's got it going on. Yeah, <laughs> she's totally got it going on. Thanks for listening. Thank you.